Wagwan people, Kilod Shele, what's going on? We are. What's black? Tune in with us every Wednesday where we unpack the meaning of black. I'm Alicia. I'm Delapo. I'm Leanne. And we're all from London. Thanks for joining us in season one where we shine the spotlight on black as a racial identity. Covering its origins all the way to its present day use and understandings of the term. And we explore this through social commentary and more. Okay, welcome everyone. Welcome to season one, episode one, What's Black Joe? Welcome, welcome everybody. Hey y'all. Thought I'd go with American. Yeah, I feel that. No, I, like that I, really, I don't understand why. I don't understand why. But yeah, cool. So this is our first episode. Our first episode, we thought, you know what? We actually need to lay down the lay down the foundations really um and also just talk a little bit about what is black what black what's black though and why we're doing what we're doing yeah so i guess the best place to begin is the origins of black and how black itself isn't actually it's not really a thing and that's not to discredit that it doesn't have it is and it isn't now though isn't it it isn't because it, it isn't it isn't exactly because it's an identity that everyone sort of identifies under and that you can understand but ultimately it's just a social construct right yeah it's a, a social construct because it's something that people heavily identify with at this yeah. moment so why are you describing it as a social construct little history lesson quick t- quick time yeah wait what did you just say sorry i missed that one (laughs) so this is something that people so heavily identify with and if you ask people what they are or what is their origin they will tell you i'm black and that's it that tends to be the end of the sentence yeah yeah, so why more more so i think becoming Mm. more more so like particularly in england there's a whole black british identity Mm. Uh, yeah but go on so why is it a racial construct as opposed to something that people can actually identify with as their place of origin? Yeah. Well, I think ultimately this is the whole essence of what our podcast is about. It's about mm-hmm. deconstructing something that we hold to be dear and true mm-hmm. and a real marker of our identity. But really, when you look at the origins and the history of, of race, first mm-hmm. we find out that a lot of the biological features that people would say make up a racial group were just made up. That's the first thing. Secondly, when you look at what race was used to justify, so mm. transatlantic slavery and the commodification of people of African descent was justified by arguments that put people who were racialized as black or Negro or colored. The history of yes, eugenics. Exactly, yeah, in inferior that. positions. And so when you think about that kind of dark past, excuse the pun, and then you add, you add to that the sort of negative, I would say, connotations that black and words like that have in the English language, um, it kind of makes you wonder, why do we still use these terms? Like, because like Alicia just said, like, you guys might say black and you might think, okay, that tells you about what someone is and who someone is. But what does it actually tell you? Like, if you actually deep it, like, 
don't know. I, heard... I think. So for you me, would... I think it's quite interesting because. Sorry, did I cut? No, no, no go. I think it's quite interesting because, for instance, right. So we use black to describe anyone from that has um, a recent enough African um, history or heritage, but Africa in itself has the largest, is the most diverse ethnic, uh, has the most diverse amount of ethnic groups mm. within, in the world, in the, in the continent. So we're actually describing like the most diverse groups of people. So, the, mm. so my, my, my thing with the word black, I'm like, actually, does it, does it give us that sort of sense that actually we're describing such a wide group of people? Mm. Um, and then also as well, you see how black has been used as something that is um, political, and has been used to um, empower our group of people. But with that, are we able to get rid of the negative connotations that also are attached to that word as well? Or does it matter? Yeah, interesting. Yeah, from my personal experience, uh, being able to group everyone as black, just putting everyone under the umbrella of black when they don't necessarily identify with the same experience. Um, So... I find a lot of the time, especially in white spaces, you can find a lot of people from Asian descent that say, well, I'm with you here. I understand the same level of uh, discrimination that you face. And I identify as politically black. And like you said, Delapo black tends to be um, a lot more political now. And I don't feel like I should identify as as something to do with politics as opposed to something to do with my history my ancestry and my background mm-hmm. um so yeah that's that's me and like, it... that's quite interesting because you're talking about political blackness of like the 80s but mm-hmm. actually, actually what, what you said actually shown that actually it's it's still this it's still stemmed from the same sort of thing actually maybe it's not describing um people's culture per se but actually it's still politicised in a way. Um, and we're seeing that now in terms of um, current movements that we're having in, 2020, in 2020. So yeah, that's quite interesting. Yeah, and I think I just want to add on to the fact that when you get into the realms of like, say, political blackness, and you compare that to say, what others will call cultural, cultural blackness, and maybe African blackness or African diasporan blackness, it starts to highlight just how how confusing and how nebulous and how all over the place this concept of of race, this racial identity is. And it just to me, I think it begs the question or rather begs the point that like it's a construct ultimately. And that's been my personal issue. When you're a racialized being, it naturally means you don't have the power to racialize. So mm. often it, it, you can only assume that you are racialized because somebody else has chosen to racialize you. So they determine your identity and not you. Yeah. So yeah. I, well, again, I think what, we, what, we, what everyone will hear as we continue to talk as well. I think I totally understand that and I agree with that as well. And I think where I stand as well is actually, okay, cool, we've been racialized, but moving forward, can we reclaim this word as we try to reclaim other words um, mm. as, to something, as to something that is empowering, truly empowering, um, that also can be inclusive in its, in its manner? Or is it something that actually the inception of what it is, we can never, we can never truly be removed from that? And I think that's, that's the most interesting thing because actually 
to say that we are that people aren't suffering because of their quote unquote blackness now or it doesn't it doesn't affect life chances or it doesn't affect your reality or your life experience would completely be negating people's experiences including mine but also to understand that actually the inception of the word was in order to create this division and was socially constructed to benefit one group or the other it's like where do you stand now moving forward is it something that you just have to accept and try and reclaim or is it something that you completely have to um rethink or or try and um add add other connotations to it on your mm. on your point of reclaiming the words yeah. um it sort of makes me think of the word and apologies if this is offensive to people um i promise you i'm of african descent so apparently i can i can say this socially um but the word nigger yeah our community has tried and attempted to reclaim it and i wonder if black can be seen similarly to the word nigger in terms of its reclamation and the fact that it was given to us as something to just group us in another category um mm. and so i wonder what what both of your thoughts are on on the way that the community is trying to reclaim the word black and take it from something negative to something positive and whether or not we should just abandon it as opposed mm -hmm. to reclaiming it because there are a lot of arguments that we should just abandon the word nigger as opposed to try to reclaim it and and say that it's something that's ours um so yeah i just thought it'd be nice to get thoughts on that so i personally think we should just I can come in on that one i think mm. i think what needs to be highlighted is that I think we all agree it's not the word per se that we have the issue with it's the construct that the word represents mm. and so when we speak of reclaiming we're not just talking about reclaiming the word's meaning we're talking about the construct too so mm. my issue is with the fact that we identify along racial lines and race as a construct was always meant to be to the detriment of those who are racialized as black or negro or colored so to even still use this construct to this very day is very problematic for me. Um, but it's true what Dilapo said, you know, this construct is very much embedded in our social frameworks and our social daily lives. And it comes with real life challenges and experiences um, for those racialized as black and among other racial groups. So we can't ignore it, it's here, but does it have to be here to stay? And what you're saying Dilapo is, if it is here to stay, then maybe we can take authority over how it's understood maybe and try to yeah reclaim its understanding and perceptions of blackness but do we just want to reclaim what's already there or do we want to put another i guess like put another name on it so there's arguments that african diasporan could be an alternative just like how in the american um context they've try to replace black with African-American. And a quote from Jesse Jackson here says, to be called African-American has cultural integrity. It puts us in our proper historical context. Every ethnic group in this country has a reference to some land base, some historical cultural base. African-Americans have hit that level of cultural maturity. So I guess my question to you, Delapo Alicia is like, how about not reclaiming the word black but how about replacing it with something that shows that we have a a cultural and historical base and shows that we've hit that level of cultural maturity mm. so i've got so many so many so many things to say about that so i think even with the quotes um the jesse 
Jesse Jackson quote that you used as well. I think that was from 1988. Um, and you can see now that actually, even of recent as well, that there's a whole debate in America in particular about reclaiming the word black and actually African-American doesn't necessarily represent everybody or represent certain groups of people. So how is that going to, um, how is that working? So again, I feel like, to, it's the same I think you can see that word with how the word again nigger has been used as in there's there's a forever going to be a in my eyes there's forever going to be a debate of particular people within our community within yeah, our community think... that are going that are going to use the word and aren't and that's because we're not a monolith um, that's, I think it's yeah, that's important to say from... that it's not it's not about replacement it's yeah. about evolution of the way that we identify so we've moved from and we we fought quite hard for it but we've moved from negro to colored we've landed now on black but now i think especially in this 2020 it's it's time for us to not necessarily reclaim black but to decide how we want to identify but that's that's my point so that's my point Mm. so like in like that Jesse Jackson thing, that was him trying to say, that was them moving away from the word black in the 80s. Yeah. Um, and now it's something that has been brought up again. So mm. for me, I think it's more about, it's more about understanding the social construct of uh, being racialized and yeah. not internalizing um, and being, be, being aware and understanding that actually this word has been used to racialize me um, and the connotations that may be attached to it and the connotations that I may see on a day-to-day basis do stem from a place of negativity and being aware of that you're you have an opportunity not to internalize those connotations attached to the word but i think that's is it what... possible to do that but keep the word so is it possible to detach yourself from the negativity but keep the negative word see that's and i think that's what this podcast is about to be honest um mm. so we can sort of we're looking to explore in terms of the words and the meanings and where they come from but also mm-hmm. as well. Um, I think you've asked a good question. So, so in closing, I think I'm hearing Delapo and Alicia, I'm hearing you guys say, you know, it's important that we become more conscious that we need to detach from this construct because ultimately this construct, one, is not real. It has no scientific basis to it. Um, it was the construction or that it, it was incepted, it, it was created by... Um, colonialists and eugenics that wanted to justify heinous acts against people who were of African descent, um, namely transatlantic slavery. But so we don't really want to attach too much weight to this construct, but it's here to stay. It's here to stay for now anyway. And we are going to deconstruct and heighten people's awareness that this is actually a construct and we don't have to internalize and, and make it our own and, and make, it, make it almost a definition of who we are. So in closing, I would say we're going to just take you through a journey of all the connotations and associations surrounding this racial construct. And hopefully through it, we can just get to a heightened awareness that it is just a construct and we don't need to internalize it as, as a part of our identity. That was beautiful. That was beautiful. That was beautiful. Thank but yeah, you. I'm looking forward to this. I thought you were going to flip it. No, 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 no. There's nothing to flip right now. Okay. Next episode. Catch episode two. Catch us next Wednesday.
Wednesday. Every Jeez. Wednesday. <laughs> 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 <laughs>